Welcome everybody to episode 57 of the latest PS5. I'm your host, Sonny Sangera, and once again, I'm joined by the man himself, Mr. Alex Sylvester. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing, man? <clears throat> well, it's typical typical Sony week, right? It went from a quiet news week to everything just it was, shot it? in one go, but we'll get into yeah. all that news and purchases <clears throat> and acquisitions in a second. Obviously, this is episode 57. If you enjoy this show and listen to us every week, we truly thank you. Thank you so much for your support. But if you don't support us, what's wrong with you? I'm only joking. Uh, Why not head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 and help support the show by becoming a patron. Doing so will get you extra PlayStation podcasts every week and more. So head over again to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. And again, thank you. This episode is brought to you by our patrons, George Rixie, Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Polio, Doug Saylor, and Scott McCluskey. With that being said, we'll move on. Alex, how are you been this past week? And what are you playing at the moment? Or what have you been playing? I've, I've been I've been all right, actually. I've been trying to play more <clears throat> of The Last of Us. Part two. Uh, yeah, part two, of course. Of course, part two. And how far have I got? How far have I got? Um, <clears throat> I'm still in the open world. Yeah, I think I've just got the key to the East Gate, and I'm starting to see how uh, Tommy has slaughtered just loads of people, you know what I mean, in revenge for his brother. You know, so Also, oh, you've, um, you've been into the hotel room? The, yes, to the hotel room. Yeah, that, oh that, my that, God. that is nuts, right? That's that not was a spoiler dumb, for anybody. I was like, "Geez, really?" <laughs> yeah. Proper so, if you haven't played The Last of Us two yet, uh, yeah. I'm gonna give you a five second countdown for the next sixty seconds. It might be a bit spoilery. Five, four, three, two. Spoiler time. One. Yeah, dude, that was violent, right? With Tommy. Yeah, man, serious violent, man. I was like, how the hell has this this game turned into a completely sadistic psychological thriller? Dude, it's going to get more on. violent. It's going to get The way more Tommy's violent. going on, man, he's relentless, man. And you thought Ellie would be pissed off, but Tommy, it's on some next Dude, level. How, <laughs> one thing I love about that scene is mm. just how <clears throat> you can see in Ellie's face how, how pissed off she is that Tommy killed him. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't get yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, you can just see it in her face. Like, it's like, yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just really <clears throat> goes to another level this game. And also in shock as well, because... She didn't think that Tommy was going to be that that, well, that capable, you mm. know, to just pretty much just clean. And just the way he did it as well. You know what I mean? He did it so he can get the other without spoiling too much. But the way he got the information by mm. asking one of them and then, like, you know, making sure the other one wrote it down. And still killing him in the end. I know, <laughs> man. He's, he's, he's fueled by revenge, isn't he? But yeah, man. As yeah, I, said, I like, I like Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> the, good, the good thing is, obviously, what Naughty Dog did is they, they, they started with that big open area for you yeah. but now as i mentioned to you not it's not spoilery it does get a bit more linear like it, it got it gets more like a last of us game if that makes sense I can um, see that. so but, you're yeah. not having to worry now about have i missed anything have i got anything now you can just like really focus and it's this game seriously dude it just gets even better and better from that point like it's just crazy you know what i mean but um have you been playing anything else, or is it just the time that you have? You've just been in The Last of Us. Oh no, the time that I've had is just Last of Us, and that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because my aim is, my aim is, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But I'm anyway to complete it by this time next week. I'm just going to hammer into it, man, because I'm hooked now. 
like I'm seriously hooked, you know, because obviously it took a while for the story. Obviously, it, it lingered from the first one, but <clears throat> when I saw the direction that they're actually taking the story, I thought, freaking hell, like yeah. this is now gripping, man, seriously gripping. So, yeah, man, so I'll be uh, playing it tonight, uh, tomorrow night, and the night after that, and the night after that, and I'll be smashing pieces, man. I'm gonna have some really late nights, it's gonna be really shitty for me in the morning, but I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Well. Same with you. Uh, as I spoke last week, I'm playing The Last of Us Part 2 for the second time, just doing the platinum run-through, but I haven't really played it that much this week. Not because of work, <clears throat> just because of new football game demo, you know? So as we spoke about last week, uh, you know, I called it, I said that uh, I can't imagine Konami waiting so long. I think it will happen this week, and then bam, 24 hours later, new game, uh, online test demo. So it's not, it's, it's very early representation of a product. I mean, I'm yeah. talking like months and months early. So it's just a, like a test to see how the servers are holding up and matchmaking and things like that. You know, Konami has specifically talked about how this is not obviously representation of the final product. There's a lot of work to go through. Even right now, the game is in such a different state. So just been hammering that. Just back, speaking of hammering, oh my God, I've been battering some people. You know when you batter people so bad online, they quit. I don't know whether yeah, yeah. to get angry or take it as a compliment, <laughs> but that's the way it is. So I was doing that, and then I thought, no, Sonny, Platinum The Last of Us 2, because you've got a backlog now. I've got The Last of Us 2, I've got which is the Platinum run, obviously. I've got Ratchet, yeah. which I'm happy I've waited because there's been another patch, which we'll detail in a bit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then, obviously, Returnal, I've, I've got to you know grow a set and play that game and it's building right but uh we'll get there in the end you know we will get there in the end but before we talk about house mark and returnal compliments to your t-shirt my friend you might want to show that Uh, up you know mm. look at that that's what i'm talking about playstation for life where did you get that one from Primani, Primani, funny enough. <laughs> yeah, man, they're stepping up. You know, it seems like all these game companies are just coming out with a whole load of merch now. And Sony's you can pretty much get Sony and Microsoft have loads. No, not just that. Nintendo. Mm. My gosh, man, you can go to H&M and bought some for the boys. I mean, they got like the whole it. kit there, man. Dude, it's like H- it's crazy, but... Obviously, people in America are like, what? But if you if you listen in the UK, H&M, Primark, Asda, Tesco, Next everywhere they sell official playstation merchandise you know top yeah. hoodies and stuff and they're all mm. different and they're really really cool man as well and yeah. they're way cheaper than they're like 150 pound t-shirts that yeah, yeah exactly man <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? crazy man it's crazy but alex there's some big big news um obviously the biggest news of the week um obviously the big news is sony have purchased house mark outright they have become Ooh. the first party PlayStation studio. Round of applause oh, yeah. for House oh, yeah. That happened. Um, obviously, for people who are unaware of who House Mark is, they obviously released this year Returnal from 2021, um, Gun, which was a launch PS4 game, which was on PlayStation Plus, which was the highest rated launch game. Uh, they also did Matterfall, Next Machina, Super Stardust HD, which was a PS3 game as well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Returnal had, obviously, it had massive critical success, you know, a very high Metacritic score, really popular to many people in the media and industry. It's their current game of the year. Wow, and the way really? they use the pad and everything like that, you know, Housemark really stepped up on how to utilize PS5's features. It's not yeah. a surprise, is it? No, no, no. I mean, I, when I heard this, I just thought... 
this is always just a test, wasn't it? They just wanted to see exactly if they could blow the socks off of a, uh, an industry which was pretty much sleeping on what the PlayStation was actually capable of doing, especially from like an, not an unknown studio, but, you know, it's not like an insomniac or, you know, mm. a naughty dog, you know, but um, <clears throat> it was very welcome. Yeah, very welcome. become that, can't they, Eternal. without a shadow of a doubt? Well, we we played Returnal. Returnal is a fantastic game. I mean, visually, it's stunning. I mean, even this the style of it. I mean, it's just something fresh. I mean, you're playing the game, you're thinking, yeah, it feels like a you know like a Metroid type Vania 3D shooter, but it's not that. It's it's something else entirely, and it's kind of hard to like put into words. But they have they're definitely onto something. Even though they they've limited the amount of save spots you can do, but like the style and genre of the game, I like the way they've mixed first person and third person as well. And with that level of action and details, I mean, they're on something different. And obviously Sony saw that and thought, you know what? Yeah, let's snap them up. And that was probably the deal. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, with the amount of PlayStation that are out at the moment in the wild, PS5s in particular, it's quite minimal. But obviously for them to say, okay, cool. As long as you make, what, get a decent meta cricket, cricket, critic score, um, yeah, you'd be welcomed into the fold. And uh, it looks like they've... They've been working with open arms, man. Definitely. I mean, the big thing as well is people don't realise how smart we're making these arcade shooters, you know, like Matterfall and Neck Machina and all that in the previous generation. They weren't doing great. They actually turned around and said, we cannot survive because people just don't want to play these type of games. And they started making like a battle royale <laughs> game, yeah. you know, and then they had Storm Divers. I think that was the name of it, actually. And then obviously Returnal came out of nowhere and it's, it's, it's totally different to what they usually do. And they, even in the press release, they said, we're so, you know, relieved was the big word that, that stood out to me because, you know, financially, yeah. if, if Returnal had flopped, they may have been in trouble, you know? So, because there's a high production value on that game. And yes, it's a Sony-owned IP, but now <coughs> you think to yourself, Housemark, what can you do with Sony financial backing as well as access to the ice team the technology sharing that the first party yeah. studios do access to you know they, they know what sony are up to for the next three or four years so they know what to work on you know it's just going to be really interesting what they're going to do and they've already talked about how their next game is going to be even more ambitious and bigger than return or so i'm just like Please. But even when that game comes out, I'll still be like trying to finish this one because it's so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. It's a challenge, man. It really is. Uh, it's kind of like that Demon Souls type thing. Mm. Uh, you know, you've just got to have the balls to just keep going, get beat up, killed, start off again. And the thing is, just when you thought you figured out the level, you die and it just changes completely. <laughs> man. It's like, yeah, if you can put it with that, man, you'll of anything <laughs> crazy it's crazy well another little snippet that came off this announcement so this is a new story that's sort of like 1b right so if that was number one this is 1b and it was sony japan you know they accidentally tweeted the wrong picture and it was basically the same background with one extra character slide so it was like the background was slides of all the playstation first party main characters yeah. This yeah. had one extra sl um, slide and it was the character from Demon's Souls. And on the, the, the picture that everybody tweeted, it was um, the PlayStation logo on Housemark. Sony's Japan was the PlayStation logo. Blue point. <laughs> quickly deleted, quickly corrected, but it got spotted by everybody really, really quick. Do you think Sony have purchased Blue Point games? It's obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's obvious. What I don't purchase? know. 
It is. I mean, think about it. Since the PlayStation 5's launch, man, I mean, like their whole marketing um, angle has been slightly different than any other generation. And they're definitely taking advantage of the leak culture. You know, obviously mm. we see leaks and obviously we know that it's it's more, more likely from the actual organization themselves. And this just seems to be another one on the same day that the amount of the postmark. <laughs> it's just like, really? They knew what they were doing. And the fact is that they ripped it down. It's only helped them. You know what I mean? Especially oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Back of the whole experience. I mean, and this is what we spoke about last week, because if you think about it, we got asked the question about, um, remember the question came in about Microsoft taking games away from people. And me and you discussed the fact that when Sony purchased teams, they purchased teams they work very close with. They purchased teams that are already making exclusives for the PlayStation in a second party stand, but they've become into the fold. So if you think about it, Housemark haven't made, a real like Returnal wasn't on Xbox. It doesn't feel like they're taking anything away from Microsoft. And it's the same with Bluepoint, but I think Bluepoint gives you something different because I don't, everyone's like, yeah, I want I don't want Bluepoint to make a new IP. I want them yeah. to keep making remakes because <laughs> remakes gonna do very Sony well. Sony have man. enough studios that are making new IP. They've got enough second party ones. I want remakes and Bluepoint will yeah. give you something different. And again, like you look at what Bluepoint could do with mm. Sony backing, they, they've had Sony backing the, the Nathan Drake collection, you know, they worked yep. with, obviously with Shadow of the Colossus yep. as well, you know, and now Demon's yep. Souls. So <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. You know, I don't care if you had to pay a billion dollars for them to make that game. <laughs> Do it. That's what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, with a twin snake edition, like the ones what were released on the GameCube, you know what I mean? Because they had some brand new scenes in that, that, that game, that film, I was going to say. Um, but yeah. If they can pull that together, man, I mean, it's on, they're onto a winner. And I like what somebody's doing, like you're saying. You know, they're they're catering to their current market. Yeah, they're not ex- they're not excluding anybody, but they're just increasing their share. You know, if you want remakes, we've got remakes. If you want brand new games, we've got brand new games. You know, and I like I like the angle that they're going there. And I think Definitely. the blue point one was really smart because obviously, when you do the quality of Demon Souls, the last thing you want is that developer to be snapped up by. Oh no, just a deal. Well, let's be honest, if, if Sony didn't buy them, Tencent probably would have invested in them. And then that's it, because Tencent are investing in everyone, you know, so or it would have been the Embrace group. <laughs> so it'd be one or the other that would have well, ended Amazon, up going for them. Amazon, Amazon's around the corner. <laughs> you know, it'll be really, really interesting. But another spin-off. So if that was one B, this yep. is one C, and that is um obviously coming off with uh, and this announcement, there was an interview with Herman Holst in the British GQ magazine. Um, so Sony Worldwide Studios boss Herman Holst has insisted <laughs> the console manufacturer is not in an arms race with Microsoft for studio acquisitions following the company's acquisition that they purchased Housemark. He goes on to obviously talk about how we only purchase teams that we have a history with, that we work with really, really well, and that are already making established partnerships with PlayStation audiences and stuff like that. You say that, but if Konami became on the market, you'd go for Konami, right? Or anybody like that. Of course they would. You know what I mean? But (laughs) when they say shit like that, I'm thinking, of course, the fact that they said it's not an arms race, that means it is an arms race. You know what I mean? And it's all about just (laughs) grabbing as many IPs as you can. Well, it's interesting, though, because if you think about it as well, I've been looking at pictures of like what those first party studios do, you know, and they do big games. You know, each studio has something big and something different you know to offer playstation yeah. and then i still look at the microsoft one and i think they're going with the, obviously you got bethesda right which is their big 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 eight billion dollar acquisition but then it's it's very again it's it's 
you got your Forza team, and then you got your shooters, and then you got your RPGs, which are coming from Bethesda. So I think the end of this generation is going to be great because you've got all of Sony's first-party studios, you've got Microsoft Studios and Bethesda Studios all going, you know, head-to-head on it. And Microsoft aren't going to stop. You know, they're going to look at it and they're going to be like, okay, you've done that, you've done that, now it's our turn to buy somebody and they're going to buy somebody. And then Sony will be like, shit, now we need to buy somebody. And it's just going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. Right now is the perfect time for acquisitions because we're in that transition stage. You know, we're, we're obviously we're, the games are still being played on traditional consoles, traditional formats, but for the future, it's going to be more service based. <clears throat> so it makes sense to grab these IPs now mm-hmm. because they're going to be worth ridiculous amounts when you start putting service charges on pretty much every single you know popular game out there. So um, yeah, it it it's they're they're thinking years ahead, and I like what they're doing, and I love this arms race because it just means that. We're gonna win at the end of the day, aren't we? We're gonna we're gonna see some amazing games and some amazing talent, and I just can't wait, man. I really can't. <clears throat> oh, I mentioned Konami, dude. Another news story this week, and this is one that you know we kind of knew was happening, and we kind of went and we even spoke about it on the last few episodes. Bloomer yeah. Team and Konami have agreed on a strategic <laughs> partnership that will see both companies exchanging know-how and developing select content fueling existing rumors that they're collaborating on a new Silent Hill game. This kind of Ooh. squashes Blue Box Game Studios and Sony maybe remaking Silent Hill, but Blue Team, you know, I've spoke about them in the past. They made the Laser Fear games that I've talked about and that I've played and things as well. They're, they're making the, they made the once Xbox exclusive now coming to PlayStation the medium as well. So obviously Blue Team, yes. Konami working together. It makes sense that they would be making a Silent Hill game, but I'll be honest with you, if it's built in the Layers of Fear or Medium engine, then I won't be impressed because <coughs> PT was on such a high think, level. It was, it was definitely. Obviously, Bloober Team, well, what they've created so far doesn't come anywhere near it. So it'll be really interesting to see where they go. What's your thoughts? Come close. But it, I, what I do think what uh, a company like Konami could actually do is really take advantage of the engine and actually do something really unique. I mean, Medium did show that they could actually have two worlds simultaneously running, you know, taking advantage of the SSD. <clears throat> It was a bit of a tech demo, you know what I mean? Just to say that they could do it quite seamlessly. Mm-hmm. But with a company like Konami beyond it, with a good narrative and incorporate it into any number of IPs that they have, I think we could really see some impressive games right here. On, you know, to just, I mean, technically, it's going to be on the, um, it could be on point with um, Ratchet and Clank, with the part, you know, it could be like those types of levels, but for more serious, more dynamic games. So I'm really curious. I think the, to big, see. Thing, I think the big thing about Silent Hill is. It's never needed, um, what do you call it? It's never needed two worlds going off. I'm getting a bloody Adobe <laughs> on my thing right now. Let me just get rid of this. There you go. It's it's always been about you. One minute you're walking in a bathroom and then the walls start seeping black, don't yeah. they? And they start changing. So you'll get that. And you, we got that in Silent Hill 2, Silent Hill 3, Silent Hill Before the Room. But yep. with an SSD, you could make it like the film. If you remember the yeah. film where it was actually yeah, yeah, yeah. flaking yeah. off and flying around and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be amazing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It kind of, again, it kind of nullifies the, the, the mystique of that, uh, obviously, Blue Box Studios and what's... Sony and everything was doing Silent Hill, <laughs> you know. But the rumor <clears> has <throat> been that there's two Silent Hill games in production, so we never know. We were always seeing, there what? was always been rumors for years that there was multiple okay. projects. On All right, the, okay. You know, so fingers crossed that something Sony oh. is doing with well, those. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Don't know. We'll see what happens. That's so normally, just need to listen to me now. 
Pez. Nothing else. Just Pez. <laughs> Pez. That's all I care about, right? But triple A, could you play when you played the Pez? That's it. Um, we'll move on to number four, Alex, and you can relate to this one because I think you enjoyed the game quite a lot. 505 yep. Games and Remedy Entertainment have announced oh, that they are in early planning stages of making a bigger budget control sequel alongside developing wow. a four-player multiplayer game in the world of Control called nice. Project Condor. The two yeah. announcements come after Control has, was officially announced as it passed 2 million copies sold and has exceeded $70 million in revenue. Yeah. I mean, Alex, wow. first up, um, how far did you get? Did you finish the first Control? I got as far as I met somebody in the maintenance room and... I'm still running around to find out exactly where this dude is. And I'm refusing to jump onto Google to figure it out. I'm going to use whatever the game narrative has and see what's, to what's actually, actually happening. Well, dude, but, that's uh, what you're doing. That's what I'm doing in The Last of Us Part 2. I am literally <laughs> yeah. not... Even though, I, even though I've clocked it yeah. and I finished it already, yeah. like when it came out, I do not want to use a guide to get this trophy. Yeah. I am yeah. searching every... Dro- it's working because everything's been popping except one, oh. which is artifacts. So I'm hoping I haven't missed something. But I know that if I don't... I can chap this select because I'm not going to play it third time, but I really am just <laughs> yeah, opening sure. every draw and everything in this. But yeah, control, great game. And well, yeah. let, me, let me take that back. It's not a great game. It's got great gameplay. I thought it was an old. I thought it was just good because I didn't like, really like the story. Yeah. But the gameplay and the combat was absolutely stunning. telekinetic powers. Yeah, and the combat. One I of the mean, best games for combat it. I've played, you know, it's it's up yeah. there with the likes of a Devil May Cry in just terms of like yeah. fluidity and what you can do with it and combos you can throw together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know. point. I mean, that's what like had ray tracing, isn't it? I mean, it was, dude, I'm surprised it was that like <clears throat> this game wasn't because obviously Sony had the marketing deal to control. There was rumors going on that Sony was set to buy Remedy, and mm-hmm. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida was even tagged and spotted at Remedy's headquarters and things like that. But then nothing went through it. And then Tencent came in and gave him a shed load of money. So <laughs> it's like, okay, this cool. This is one it. of them, right? But I yeah. mean, a control sequel was inevitable. Control was up for Game of the Year awards. It won a small yeah. amount, but obviously it got beat by other games. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> I think it went up against Sekiro. I think it was in the year that Sekiro, it was either in the year that Sekiro was there or it was in the year where Sony won it um, the year before. So it'll be one of them. But yeah, I mean, it's massive that obviously there's going to be a bigger control. But what interests me is the four-player multiplayer. That would be good. There's some parts in control, which I'm thinking... This would be great as a co-op. You know, imagine four people. Like the enemies like coming down, and like you know, if you had like your your partners on the other side, you know what I mean? You could like pretty much just sandwich them in the middle. Dude, imagine like I th- you're you're stuck in a corner and I throw a table to you and you catch it mid air and throw it. At oh, it's like that. yeah, that would be I'm bad. I'm thinking Matrix yeah, lobby like, scene times yeah, a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With telekinetic powers. Oh, telekinesis. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. Okay, uh, we'll move on. And as I mentioned at the top of the show about Ratchet and Clank, Insomniac Games has released Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart Update 1.002, which offers a key feature in the shape of 120 hertz mode that also comes up with a bump in the frame rate for the graphics mode to 40 frames per second, so from 30 to 40 in that fidelity mode. Uh, In terms of new features so you got added new stickers for photo mode added the ability to disable the phantom dash vfx 
added the ability to disable the Phantom Dash VMX in photo mode, added the ability to toggle armor or uh, on or off in the photo mode, added color backgrounds to photo mode, added 120 hertz display mode, which reduces input latency when using a compatible display. In this mode, the frame rate target for the fidelity graphics mode increases from 30 to 40 frames per second, added skip cutscenes as a bindable option for the D-pad, added the nice. option to disable the level up message and slow down. And there's a huge number of like polish updates and small minor fixes and stuff <clears> like <throat> that. But this is what I love about um, for Sony first party and especially Insomniac, they did it with Spider-Man. They released a the game, they don't finish with it. They, they, they're perfectionists. They want to move on to the next project when they've done everything they can to like get it. So dude, to think now that you can play with full graphics, full run ray tracing, at oh fucking hell, bro! Like 120 hertz, 40 frames <laughs> per second with full ray tracing. You know, that's what I love. That's I what my, I love. I don't think the PlayStation's gonna struggle. I think my TV's gonna blow up, man. Oh, to... <laughs> like Insomniac games are out there, and they're actually testing the PlayStation Five to its limits. You know, I mean, there's no other studio. Oh, I guess well, you could talk about Xbox, but anyway, there's no other studio currently who's actually pushing the envelope. I mean, obviously they did it with Miles Morales. You know, when when they released that update patch, it was like what. It's it's doable, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Exactly. You know, like come on, <clears throat> and the graphics, the fidelity was absolutely amazing, and the fact is that they've managed to import that and transfer that to Ratchet and Clank, and you know what I mean. This is only the beginning. You know, Dude, this is the, the only game first, already. First game it, it already <clears throat> had my jaw on the floor when I looked at it yeah. at 30, 30 frames, and so I'm yeah, gonna yeah. look at it at forty frames, one hundred twenty hertz screen, and everything. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. it's gonna you be know? ridiculous. You know what I mean? If you got a well, screen for you're in for a treat. <laughs> um, do you have the list there of the compatible games on the PS5? <clears throat> compatible games on the PS5? That run I... 120 frames per second. Yes, I do, actually. Yeah, I do. Um, well, we so thought, I'm... listeners, we thought Alex would collate the game. So if, you want, if you're interested and your TV supports 120 frames per second and you really want to see what that can do, Alex has a list for you here. I have a list for you. Okay, so starting with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, we also have Call of Duty Warzone. Destiny 2, obviously. Uh, it's been a while for a while, but they've managed to bump that up. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Dirt 5, which I've seen, I've witnessed. It it's looks crazy. freaking amazing. It does look, yeah. Got the platinum in that. You got the platinum? <laughs> Just going to say, I got the platinum in Dirt 5, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I need to jump for that one. Um, in fact, I need to start grabbing some platinums, you know. I need to do it anyway. Well, don't um, you, just a quick one. Uh, yeah. Listeners might know, but don't you remember there was that one trophy where you have to drive 10,000 miles and I couldn't be asked to do it? <laughs> so, well, all I did, listeners, is uh, I built a track which was just like a, a donut, right? And I just put a book on the accelerate button and my car was just dragging around the edge, <laughs> round and round. It went. Right back. It got my 10,000. You got it, it I, there, man. I got every single trophy in the game, and yeah. I was still like 4,000 miles short. And I was like, I ain't, yeah. I ain't doing this. I just sat there with a book balancing on the accelerator, <laughs> around, around, around. At least see knowledge. See that? Books, books are still <laughs> important. Just, Mega Drive education, mate. A mega Drive education. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, we need to throw that online again, man. But um, yeah, Doom Eternal, Fortnite, you know, that has to go for 120. Um, Ghost Runner, that also supports 120. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. I haven't played that, but I've heard good things. The Neo Collection, 
both Neo 1 and 2 with, with the DLC is at 120. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, which I heard is amazing. Um, Rogue Company, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Wow. You know, classic games like that, um, but only at 1080. Um, and uh, WRC 9, so that's uh, um, in performance mode as well. Freaking hell. That's also at 120. So we've got some good games, man. A good range of games from FPS to uh, racers to, you know, pros, Tony Hawk's <laughs> games like that. You would have Dude, I'm really, really excited because, again, we're at the start of the generation and, yeah. you know, a lot of people write in and they ask questions about why aren't all games like that. You've got to understand that um, cross-generational games are a lot harder to bump up because of the source of it being... The PS4 has very strict sort of like rules on its frame rate development, if that makes sense. So to try and transition it to PS5 and free it is a lot harder than it sounds, right? So the fact that these companies are already bumping these PS4 games onto yeah. PS5 and then knocking them up to 100. I mean, even Sony struggling to do it on their own game. <laughs> so can you just imagine in like um, three years time in the middle of the generation, we're going to look at 4K60 with ray tracing with these 120 frames per second because it won't be, eventually they won't be held back by the previous generation because the games will just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Let's be honest, they're only being held back because of the pandemic and companies want to sell games, Sony want to sell games. Once yep. 22.6 million PS5s are sold in that financial year, Sony will be like, yeah, fuck the PS4, let's yeah. move on now, let's, yeah. let's do this. So yeah. it'll be really, really interesting. But I mean, you saw 120 frames in Dirt 5. Yeah. It makes your eyes water, that game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, un- it's so unreal, but it's... But it's welcome, man. I want to see more games like it. You know what I mean? It just it just looks pleasant and it looks fluid beyond fluid. I don't think fluid doesn't even do justice. It just looks absolutely amazing. And I like the fact that you have the option to choose how you want to play it because sometimes I know a lot of people who they get motion sickness in the higher frame rate and they prefer going down to 30 frames per second. And, you know, they get something for that. You know, if you go down to 30 frames, you get beautiful visuals, you get full ray tracing and stuff for now. If you go up to 120 frames, you get the best of, you're getting the best of everything, you know? And I think by the time we get to the middle of the generation, I think both Xbox Series X and PS5 will be, and even Switch Cloud games will be similar to PC where you can choose what performs, you know, what pushes the hardware, because then that way, it just caters to everyone. You want it all on, switch it all on and blow your TV up. That's totally fine. But if there's certain <laughs> yeah. things that you, you don't like, you can cater to your needs, you know? And yeah. that was something yeah. I really liked with Miles Morales, you know, because it gave yeah. me a reason to play it a second time because I played the whole game focusing on ray tracing because that yeah. I want to see myself swinging through the buildings and the glass and that. And I was just... In, the amount of times I smashed into something because I was too busy spinning the camera, looking at me in the window and then hit a lamppost or something. But, Auto mode. Exactly, exactly. But then obviously it was like, right, yeah. I want to play it again. But now I want to play it with just frame rate. And then I regret it thinking I should have just played it with frame rate, but I'll get the best of both, you know? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's man, one of them. I'm, I'm loving it. And like you said, man, it's only the first. I mean, we're not even in the 12 months yet and we're already seeing improvements like this. This is sick. I mean, it's only going to be you know promising for the future so yeah man definitely uh big one for you here alex so the playstation plus games have been announced for july so if you have yeah. not downloaded operation tango and star wars squadrons and virtual fighter 5 which is okay because that, that's a bit longer yeah. do so asap because they're going to change so um july's games are a plague tale innocence 
but the mm-hmm. PS5 version of the game. So it's a native yep. PS5, not just an enhanced update. Call of yes. Duty Black Ops 4, which is great as well. And WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which I know your boys will love because it is just like a fun <laughs> wrestling, fighting, arcade. You just press buttons and they're doing like super moves and stuff oh, like that. It's, like, it's more great. Smash Brothers for WWE, right? <laughs> but, um, I mean, I've finished, the, I've got the Platinum actually in A Plague Tale Innocence because I played yeah. it on PS4 and it's very, very linear. But yeah, okay. on PS4, it's very, very beautiful. It's very different. It's very narrative driven, which makes okay. it really cool. And it's set in a time where, you know, it's about knights and things like that. And set in Victorian England times, it's great. You know, it's something yeah. different. And like when the, there's a lot of stealth in there, but more importantly, it's like you've got to stay in the light. You've got to create light to stop the rats who have the plague from coming at you. Because the moment you go into darkness, they get you. Yeah. So it's, it's something different. It's really cool. It's a very cool puzzle stealth game. Um, highly recommended yeah. it, listeners, and to you, Alex. You're not allowed yeah, to play yeah. anything until you finish The Last of Us Part oh, 2. Yeah, part. I don't think I want to play anything else until the <laughs> Last of Us Listeners, seriously, uh, <laughs> play a Plague Tale Innocence. The first few li- bit, the first 45 minutes to an hour, it's more about um, training, uh, you know, how to do things in the game, and then something happens. Play past that point where something happens, where you control her and then the proper story starts because that's when the game really elevates itself. You know, you have to get past that tutorial bit, you know, the introduction bit. But, I mean, you're going to try these games? I'm definitely going to try that play. Definitely, man. I mean, that looks interesting. And the fact it's actually on the Switch as well. They've got the cloud version, the Switch. Mm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try that. Uh, WWE Battlegrounds, I'll give that a blast as always. Um, but, yeah, but that's all going to be after... Like I said, Last of Us 2. So don't even talk to me about playing these. Please. But, but I will get the one. What do I need to do? I need to just add them to the library. So I'll do that. Yeah, <clears> add to library. That's it. Add to library, definitely, when I'll get around to it. Well, I did have, I'm, I'm just looking at my rundown. I haven't deleted last week's story about uh, Hassan Karaman, which is the funniest thing ever, but we spoke about that last week. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to move on to questions, Alex. And we've got some really cool questions. Uh, the first one is from yeah. Steve from Canada. Hey, Dean, Steve. Uh, what are your ultimate gaming requirements? Alex, you seem to be very Nintendo and Sony, you Sony. What is it that they offer besides the obvious nostalgia you both have for each? So, I mean, the way I'm going to look about that, we'll set it into two questions, Alex. So what is it that keeps bringing you back to Nintendo? Um, and then as a separate question, what is your ultimate gaming requirement? Like you know, where you get too snobby or something to a certain standpoint, like, what do you yeah. require? So, I mean... Okay. For me, it needs to be, like, innovative gameplay. You know, mm-hmm. it just needs something different besides a normal FPS or they have to use some type of new mechanics, which causes you to try and figure out how to navigate in this new world. And, like, to be honest, I mean, the last game that kind of made me do that would was actually, I think, um, I was going to say Last of Us. Um, before that, I think it was like uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, the way that they threw you into the middle of, I mean, what you would normally expect is to have all your weapons and you could just go, you know, go kill some demons. But they threw you absolutely with nothing. You're pretty much naked besides your boxer shorts. And you've got to, you know, survive throughout this world. And by the time you get to the end, I mean, you're like this ultra powerful being. And uh, it was quite similar, well, not similar, but at the same type of dynamics in Last of Us, you know, it's a brand new world, you know, they've got their own set of rules that you've got to get used to. And the fact that it is 
there are so many different ways that you can actually complete a level, even though you would think, oh, yeah, I could just go around and just blast everybody. No, that doesn't work. You know, you can use... Uh, with <laughs> you don't have bottle. enough bullets for that, mate. <laughs> you don't have enough bullets at all. You never have enough bullets. But you can either use a bottle or you can use a brick, you know, and both of them have their advantages and disadvantages. And, like, you know, with uh, combining that with the stealth elements as well, as well as being able to, you know, go gun-ho and just shoot motherfuckers down, but in a way which is not going to alert other crazy people. So I like dynamics like that. So that's what that 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 type of element, that type of innovation just needs to be embedded in the game. Um, otherwise, I just switch off, man. You know what I mean? Otherwise, just like another like another shooter up for another platformer. Um, but that but that's it. But in terms of nostalgia, um, yeah, I would I would say right now I'm I'm playing. I'm currently playing through <laughs> retro nostalgia through Last of Us. I don't know how to explain it, but I can see that this is definitely going to be one of those key games which I will remember for the rest of my gaming history. Like for real, it's it's a brilliant game. Um, and uh, with Zelda, obviously, I can't say I can't knock out Zelda now, can I? I think <laughs> about you? similar to yours, but uh, I've got a separate question about that I'll ask you in a second. Um, so I think what you're trying to say is what I, I feel. I've become the PS4 era, the end of the PS3 era, the end of the PS3 era into the PS4 era changed my dynamic for gaming and my requirement and what I enjoy in gaming. Yeah. I used, before it was all about the gameplay and yes, gameplay is fundamental, gameplay is key. No matter, you can have the bells and whistles if the, if the core gameplay isn't great, it's boring and you kind of switch off and it kind of puts you off. So gameplay is important, but what I need now, I need the narrative to be so have so much context and so many layers to it that yeah. it, it, yeah. it that's the problem as we spoke about it the bar is raised so i require so much story from a game yeah. to really enjoy it otherwise i am just blasting my way through it it is yeah. just like a, a click you know a collect click you know find checklist game to me yeah I need that God of War layers. I need the Last of Us layers. I need Uncharted layers, Horizon. I need all these yeah. things. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm just playing a video game. It's fine. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I mean, Astrobot. I absolutely loved Astrobot. You know, it was yeah. a great game because it had the PlayStation nostalgia. But if you take the PlayStation nostalgia out of it, I'd have just been like, it's a platformer to me. So it had the depth of the nostalgia in it. But then I look at games like Call of Duty, Cold War, absolutely love that game because mm-hmm. um, it had like a really cool mission structure. I knew what I was doing. But here's a weird one. So Battlefield, for me, it, mm-hmm. has a, it had great gameplay. Battlefield 4 specifically and 5 had great gameplay and beautiful graphics. And it was at a time where COD single player was waning a little bit. But the mm-hmm. single player in Battlefield, it was shit. It was just like, I was like, this is rubbish. There's no like big arching story. I don't, I'm not enjoying yeah, the yeah. game, you know. So yeah, yeah for yeah. me, I need depth in the narrative, you know. And I, there will be times where I occasionally drop in and I'll just play like a fun, quick game or something. But for me, it's got to connect with me and get me interested from a story <clears> standpoint <throat> to do that, you know. Um, I agree. So that's yeah, my snob at the, my snobbiness at the moment, you know what I mean? So it'll take some time. That's what Sony's doing, man. And it's like it's like with Last of Us too. I mean, obviously I wanted to play the game anyway because of the cliffhanger that they left with the first one. But I'll tell you what hooked me in this one, like I mentioned earlier, was Tommy. You know, and like Tommy was obviously just like a side character in the first one, but 
what he's doing and like you can understand the rage and like the it's a subtext that's going on between the characters that you do see and the characters that you don't see and the fact is that it's so strong you know embedded within the narrative like you mentioned it's like it's compelling you know what I mean and that's now got me thinking oh shit there's a lot more to this than just you know it's just like a complete revenge story you know it's just the way they're going about it I mean it could be like a normal like 90s action flick they just go through gun-ho and shooting everybody but no it's mm. a different level and like that's what I guess Sony is doing you know what I mean it's like they're elevating storytelling especially through this this medium Dude, you haven't even got to the areas where you fight enemies and they're screaming for each other when you kill their wife or their brother <laughs> It's, I don't know what it's, it's gonna make you feel guilty, mate. It's gonna make you feel guilty, but it's no, great. I kind of felt like the first one, you know. It's like I was like, um, it wasn't a family, but like there was a conversation happening between two of these characters, these two NPCs, and like I thought, oh my god, these are just regular people, you know. I'm about not, to mullet- oh, well, I'm gonna molotov. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it, you gotta get the fruits there somehow. Right? I'll tell so, you one thing though, now as yeah, well. Um, in terms of like the question, what the ultimate gaming requirements, there is yeah. the PlayStation 5. I need, I I can't enjoy a game fully now if it doesn't have that dual sense support. The dual sense. Audio. You know what I mean? It. I don't want to, I can't, that's it, man. It's like the days are gone now. I can't, I can't see a loading screen now. Mm-hmm. I get pissed off when I turn it on for the first time and I see that bar. You know what I mean? It's like, but dude, here's the weird thing. On the PS4, that thing would take two yeah. minutes and your PlayStation yeah. would be dying like a, like, like absolutely dying trying sweating. to load the bar. It's sweating. Yeah, it's, it's dying itself trying to load the bar. Whereas on the PS5, it's just like, yeah, give me two, give, give, give me, give me 20 seconds. But yep, it's, there you go. it's 19 but, seconds too long for me at the moment. That's, right? Yeah, that's it. And that's it. It's like, that's it. It's done. You know what I mean? You don't see anymore. It's, mm. oh, man, it's awesome, man. It really is good. Great question, good question, Steve. But as you can see, you know, we are now, uh, we expect PlayStation 5 <laughs> technical achievements, you know, and <laughs> everywhere and everything. That's it. I think Alex, would, have, Alex would literally melt. If Nintendo releases their dual sense full breast of the world, oh. like right, I'm sorted. That's it. I'm sorted. But, yeah, um, <laughs> question, Steve. Uh, yeah. Larry from Wickham in the UK, he messaged okay. in just like uh, other listeners can. All you got to do is um, email the latest PS5 at gmail.com, or if yeah. you're on Twitter, you just got to DM at latest PS5. Or if you head over to YouTube, the link is in the description. You can leave a comment under a video as well on that front. But Larry, thank you for writing in. Um, what was your most fulfilling platinum trophy and why? And I think you already precursed this, Alex. Alex, if you don't have a platinum, then fulfilling game completion. <laughs> but I mean, you did speak yeah. about when you got the PS5 that you were new to trophies, like, you know, and you were going to start heading for a few platinum, yeah, um, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm new trophies. Your... Um, uh, well, I need to have a look through my database. But what is your um, some of your most fulfilling game completions? While you do that, I'm looking at my trophy list to see what I've got. I'm looking at my list. trophy list. You know, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, all right, fulfilling game trophy. Well, obviously, I don't. I'm not really a trophy hunter just yet, or a trophy veteran, as my co-host is. But um, I think mine are they're slowly getting there, and I think I will become a completionist soon enough. But right now, I'm just enjoying the experience. It's mainly for me, it's just the experience, the level of detail and fidelity in the games. Um, obviously, the way um, the dual sense is being utilized. I mean, you know, as I mentioned earlier about the innovation, the fact is that this, this pad 
is pretty much the greatest this invention for this generation and it's just a shame that other companies don't have it you know what i mean and it's just like i mean there's so many games that could really take advantage of having a dual sense pad um and that for me is 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 great in itself just the experience of having that um but in terms of fulfilling i mean completing last of us the, the first game was was absolutely fantastic i mean it was a um it was like watching a very gritty netflix show or just movie you know what i mean and just and just yeah. being in it and the fact is that you're you've you've evolved with the characters as well which generally doesn't tend to happen i mean yeah you do have you know i guess the standard narrative where it's zelda or a squall you know what i mean it's like you've got a, a standard form that they follow but the relationship that they had between um i can't remember emily and joel you know it was like that was one ellie. which was ellie what did i say emily <laughs> Ellie and Joel, Ellie um, and Joel. One, yeah, yeah. Which is just one, which is just a dynamic. It was very dynamic. So many different layers, and which actually made you question: What would you do in that scenario? You know, mm-hmm. it's very rare for games to kind of do that. So, um, I enjoyed just playing through that whole dynamic, and now seeing exactly how it's going up. I know this is just like a massive plug for Last of Us Two, but uh, but yeah, if you want to answer my question to this, is I just want to complete Last of Us. That's it. Well, I want to complete Last of Us. I want to complete games like Last of Us, and just. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> as long as I've got like good compelling stories and um, yeah, as long as I've got good compelling stories like you mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? That's, that's a win, that's a win. Uh, but I'm sure I will become a platinum trophy hunter, you know, like, like yourself uh, at some point. But, um, but that's enough for me waffling. Have you, have you found, have you counted how many platinum trophies you've got? <laughs> I've, got like, uh, I've got like 48 platinums, but I can't find them on the 48? app. 48? Oh my yeah, gosh. I can't find them on the app. Like Mayweather number. <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally on the PlayStation app, but yeah. it won't let me um, look at all yeah. my trophies. There is a way to do it. Uh, oh, wait, there is. There? Yes, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. No, 44 platinums. So I've got 44 platinums. Wow. Um, Wow. So the question is, okay, let's see what have I, I'm rolling to see all my Platinums. Uh, so I really enjoyed um, Miles Morales, obviously playing Spider-Man and things like that. That was a lot of fun um, to do that. Some of them I felt like, yeah, I was grinding. So like Concrete Genie and Manhunter, um, I yeah. felt like I was grinding them ones. But Miles Morales was a joy, as was the original Spider-Man, was a joy to get that Platinum. I'll be honest with you, my favorite platinum is just Astro's Playroom because I was doing, you know, you just, you just find the PlayStation stuff, right? And it was just, it was nostalgia at its best and it was just fun. You know, it wasn't anything too hard. It was just a lot of fun to get the platinum on that. Um, Ghost of Tsushima didn't feel like a chore either. That was a great platinum um, as well. Uh, Pez games have always been a, a chore and a grind. To get on yeah. that one, uh, the what other one would have been if I can find it? control. That was a lot of fun. That platinum because it was literally combat based. So you have to do this. So you know you you just go fucking mad with the telekinesis. Uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Crazy days gone. I really enjoyed that platinum because the good thing about days gone is it wants you to get a platinum. It shows you it shows you how far you are on the progression in the game. You don't have to leave the game to check trophies. and it's all about taking down hordes and things like that you know so i really didn't feel like i was um grinding that one oh that was a really horrible 
uh, I did Shadow of Mordor. That was a really horrible grind. Um, God of War 2018. I love that. I love Batman, a Telltale series, getting a platinum in that. That was piss easy because you just have to clock the game. You know, <laughs> um, I'm trying to see. The war. I think my favorite one then, yeah, would probably be uh, Astro's Playroom just because obviously it was all PlayStation nostalgia. You're just finding jigsaw pieces, yep. things like that. Uh, my cheapest platinum. Like, you know, where you just want the platinum for the sake of it. Uh, if you remember an animated film, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, yeah. uh, so I got that when I was in the industry. Oh, my I God. Went for the platinum <laughs> game. And I cheaply did it, you know. I was just like, i got to do it. You know, I want it. So, yeah, I think Astros is my favorite. Um, but just, I think Last of Us Part Two at the moment is going to be up there with it because from a game completion standpoint, it's again, it's up there with God of War and stuff like that. And I just think playing it the second time, I felt it's amazing. You know, it's absolutely amazing. I'm not, I haven't even felt like I've grinded once. I just played the game. I'm just looking for the trophies, uh, for the collectibles, but I'm loving it. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Metal Gear Solid 5 or Phantom Pain for one of the trophies breaking on me after 90 hours of playing the game and the trophy corrupt. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. Joking. Uh, no yeah, way. There's a trophy we gotta get a nuke, right? And I got it, but it wasn't disarming. I disarmed it. I, so basically, I, yeah. I grinded to get this nuke. Yeah. And then, so you get a trophy for getting a nuke. Then you get a trophy for disarming a nuke or dismantling a nuke. Can't remember which one it was. Um, and I did it, but the trophy didn't pop. And I was like, okay. huh? So I reloaded <laughs> my save, but I'd already disarmed it. And then I read oh. that oh, you have to if it if it doesn't, you have to redo it. And, and I was like, it just took me like 60 hours to get up to the new... To get to the point. Oh, I was like, I ain't doing this shit anymore. Screw this game. Okay. <laughs> I'd already clocked it anyway, but I was like, done. See you later. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. But Alex, that's been another episode. We're going to now quickly record uh, the latest PS5, which will be um, a really fun one as well. So, obviously, Patreons, thank you for your support. You'll get access to both episodes. Uh, listeners, if you want access to more PlayStation shows each week, head over to www.playstation.latestps5.com forward slash. I'm getting this all wrong. I'm doing Alex last week. What am I doing? www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. The link is in the description. If you head over there, you get access to. Uh, more PlayStation shows where me and Alex are talking about games and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Also head over to YouTube. The link is in the description where videos of me and Alex laughing and chatting bollocks about PlayStation and really pissing yep. off some Xbox fans. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's quite know. a few of them. There's yeah, quite yeah, yeah. Uh, so head over, to YouTube. <laughs> head over to YouTube if you want to hear all that. It's pretty fun. But yeah. thank you very much for listening this week. We'll be back next week, Alex. You, my friend, have the final word for the listeners. Okay, uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Boom.